0: Did you know Randy hates fun? For breaking soccer news, for insight that excels, for expert analytics, you better go somewhere else. Portland vanity, Soccer Podcast. Enjoy it now, cause it probably won't last. Just prove they cover it all, they'll discuss everything except football. Portland Bay Soccer podcast.
1: Welcome to episode 88, season four, episode 20, if you're counting, of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. My name is Jonathan, and I am coming to you from Northeast Portland.
2: Hey, it's Randy. I am also in Northeast Portland.
3: This is Josh. I am coming to you live from Westland, Oregon.
0: (laughs) And Greg in Northwest Portland. Josh, what are we talking about
3: today? We're going to talk about our amazing new manager, Philip Neville. We're going to talk about some crazy cool roster moves. Jonathan's amazing Euro trip. um, If anyone has actually watched the playoffs. And that's about it maybe some other stuff at the end.
2: Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, like it's like we didn't it's like we never we didn't even miss a beat, man. It's like yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Take, like uh, exactly two months same. off, right back into it. Return
1: Burn. of the best worst podcast. Wow. How do you fuckers not release a single episode when I go out on uh vacation? We released one uh, while
3: you were gone. No you didn't. No, we, we did. made. Episodes, we recorded we one. Yeah, we didn't release it cuz it was it was really horrible. So very bad. Oh Is my that
1: God. Is that because you guys are all bad? And am we I the shining light of this? Cuz if so, yeah, we should reevaluate a lot of things. Maybe life um bunch of things to consider.
2: We had let Who's got vacuum? Who's that?
1: That is my uh washing machine letting me know that Samsung.
2: It is it yeah. Samsung?
1: Uh yeah, it is.
2: Um too much time passed, I think, from whatever it was we were trying to talk about, and we couldn't remember what any of the we games were. We couldn't remember were. anything. And <laughs> also, you, uh, yeah, it, it was just bad, so we we canned it without releasing it's it. It's going to
3: be like this episode. Too much time has passed. <laughs> since this episode's already
2: better than our last one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, anyway,
1: we'll get into some of those meat and potatoes uh, for, for later, but Greg, I mean... Why don't you tell us about about your 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 thoughts on the hiring of Phil Philly Neville?
0: Well, we're late to the party. I don't know if we could say anything that hasn't already been said.
1: Um, tweets, actually tweets, tweets. hold hold on a second. We are not late to the party. We are fashionably late because we are the ballers, okay? Yeah, everyone um, else can
0: go pound sand.
3: We are the party.
0: Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> So everybody already knows what's going on with Phil.
3: I feel bad for the
0: guy. You feel bad for him? Yes, I feel bad for Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Like, he doesn't deserve to be canceled forever, but he shouldn't be here.
2: Yeah. Doesn't deserve to be our coach, but he, he should work for someone else. Yeah, so I...
1: I feel, I think the exact same way. Uh, I personally do not care about his tweets, uh, because they were from a very long time ago and he addressed them multiple times. He's had multiple jobs post those tweets. Um, and did you guys, did you guys read the article from Bill Oram about the initial press conference? Yep. Um, that was like, uh, I said it on, uh, onward as well, but it was, um, it, like twenty minutes into it, I think he realized like what hornet's nest he had actually stepped into in terms of his history of tweets versus the the misdeeds and uh, awfulness of the front office. Um, so I had like this was a real question, and I I struggle with this, and I asked Brianna her her take because you know i'm a dude uh, he wrote some dumb shit and uh, you know i still think the comedian daniel tosh is funny who's said way worse uh everything um and also i'm still i know sidetrack but i'm also mad at donald trump because he ruined comedy <laughs> he ruined comedy like shit can't be funny anymore uh because everything is still funny there's too much seriousness associated with it but what is the timeline of acceptable um, having a shitty behavior, like a past and whatnot, with uh, being held accountable? Because, like, I'm not—I hate the word cancel culture. It's accountability. Like, if you're a dick, you're a dick. But I think at some point, you're still like when you finish your sentence uh, of being a dick. At what point is airing something like that not cool? Like, or like the the like? I don't. What?
3: Where's the line? There's no line. It's, it pretty much depends on the person, probably.
2: Uh, like when- a friend of mine from the UK is a woman. She's read his tweets. She says in her country, nobody would care. It would have, that would have been a pretty much been a non. No one would have reported on any of that. Nobody would have cared. Um, but it's not really, it's not even about him necessarily about what he did. It was a long time ago. People can grow. We should be able to accept that. Um, it's just the fact that they, the the front office just still does not get it. They still they had the the, the audacity, the balls, or the arrogance to think, oh, this isn't going to be an issue. It's not going to be a problem. Let's just uh, let's just float this in there. I'm going
0: to put on my tinfoil hat. Take that a step further. They knew exactly what they were doing, and yeah, the hiring is a on middle, purpose. Right? The, the hiring's a middle finger.
2: Yeah, I thought it's about either, that too.
0: It's either a middle finger or it's like. Planting a seed for us thinking merit can change too.
3: Okay, yeah. Like I I agree with you on that, Greg, but I also maybe think that maybe this is all we can get. Too. No way. We didn't even make you, playoffs, dude. Do you think we're so? gonna get some kind of top-tier manager? No, I'm gonna push
1: back a little bit on that one, Josh, because the, it's MLS. I uh, know I guess you are right. We didn't make the playoffs. We didn't make the CONCACAF Champions League yet again. Um, so uh, a, a coach who has the opportunity to take a job at, say, like, you know, in LAFC or uh, whatever, they're, they're clearly going to attract a higher caliber of candidate uh, then. So maybe you are right. I take it back, Josh. You're intelligent. And you're Thank beautiful. You. And you're smart. And I really... I appreciate you.
0: Well, You you said two different things, though, Josh. You said he was all we could get, and then you said we're not going to get a top-tier manager. We're not even talking about whether or not we can get a top-tier manager. We're talking about whether or not we can get anybody who wouldn't bring up these kinds of questions.
2: So... Well, I mean, the other thing is he's not even a very good manager.
3: See, that's the thing. Okay, so with his... He's only managed a hundred matches. Geo's only managed three hundred and eight ma- matches. There, 300,
2: 308 with the Timbers, or three hundred eight is that non- total? Him? Oh, that includes his. Uh, That's his career. Yeah, match or uh, Cosmos Metro days Stars. too.
3: Oh yeah, Cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But, like, Geo's percentage is a 45% win record, and Phil has a 42% win record. Okay. So it's not that far off. Sure. It's just he's a lot newer of a manager.
2: He did catch a lot of flack for a really poor performance with Miami, but then he was hamstrung for a lot of that time due to their uh, mismanaging of the roster and the penalties they had to incur. So you're saying yeah. he could still probably be a good manager
3: well i, I don't know um okay it, right. it really there's not that many managers that are even above 50% so. i'm going to say oh sorry <laughs> oh no okay.
2: i'm going to say that we can get we have a we can get the same quality of coach as quality of jersey sponsor that we can get <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, we didn't even have that on the agenda. That, uh, That's another one altogether. Yeah. Let's. Wow, that sums uh, it's it not, all
3: up right there. It, when
1: Zoo Lily looks like a better choice, uh, <laughs> you know that it's um, like. The, when we did the sponsorship of PDX FC and uh, super cool to get the logo on. on
2: and and by we, we, you mean you, when you yeah. hate everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I mean, like we collectively. Uh, sure. uh, but it was, I mean, that clearly is a joke, right? Um No, I mean, maybe it wasn't a joke, but it's still a joke. It's still funny, but I just cannot imagine that. A Paulson, that's the best that they can pull in uh in terms of prestige and honor um for for the front of the freaking Portland Timbers. And I don't remember, what's the name of that damn company again? Uh Debella. Debella. Yeah. Yeah. So the next question is I normally would buy every jersey that comes out. And now I don't know if I – like I got a little bit of pride walking around with my Alaska Airlines, you know, jersey or when I would travel and I would wear one. Airport, yeah, yeah, you get a Yeah. Bo- a you, cool get a,
3: you get a board early if you're yeah. wearing a jersey. Oh, you still board after me
1: even if you wore a jersey. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's, that. that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. Like I'd be on a plane like on Emirates and flying and wearing the Alaska Airlines kit and it would be – Freaking rad, but that other one, man, to
2: Fuck. Now you just have to wear the logo of a company that changed names and after they were forced to go out of business the first yep. time they were in.
3: <laughs> and have a great, better business bureau rating. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, although I was going to say, I had actually heard of Zoo Lily before they were a, a Seattle sponsor. Um, and that's like, oh, yeah,
3: because a- they're owned by Nordstrom's oh are they they're oh. like a nordstrom's like online store or something like that what something really weird. yeah i think so
2: yeah so that makes they are like sense.
3: seattle based
2: that that did seem sort of like a, a downgrade for them
3: yeah I mean, I, what did they have before xbox
2: yeah
1: yeah um i just i really just cannot believe that that's the, the best that we can do. And, and if it is, then they can hire me and I will make that much better. Yeah. But I'm expensive. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah. So wait, so back to Phil, Philly, Philly, Phil, Phil, Philson, Neville, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, I didn't hear the audio of that, but uh, some, I don't know who said this. It might've been you Greg at one point where he sounds like Jamie Tart which I yeah I'm looking forward to listening to his like post-match press conferences I I'm gonna choose to be optimistic I was of course outraged about the hire due to uh, you know the tone-deaf nature and approach that the front office yet again just clearly does not give a shit or recognize that any of their history is an actual problem but I want to see what he can do for the Timbers. And um, Josh didn't use, I think you wrote this, but it's like could bring like international fame to the club. People will pay attention to the Timbers now. Maybe he can attract bigger players.
3: That's, yeah, just off his name alone, I think we would be able to make, we could probably benefit off it in some way.
2: Uh, maybe we should, isn't, uh, what's his face from DC available now? Could have gotten Rooney. Him, Wayne Rooney.
3: No, he's at um Birmingham, uh, he's, right? Uh
1: Birmingham. He's in the he's in the championship. Um Damn. He looks like a like a sad uh the drugged out version of Shrek. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's Shrek's depressing. Cuddle. I like I look puffy right now. I like if you put me next to Wayne Rooney, you would choose to cuddle with me. But he's
3: like he's still like in great shape, but he's always been like a little like what what do they I forgot what they used to call him. But um, not,
2: not photogenic, I think,
3: is not photogenic. <laughs> it's all those fuckers from Manchester.
2: Yeah, Phil, oh. I don't, I, I don't Bill, I don't have any hard ill will towards the guy, and I wasn't even nece- outraged at it, the decision. It was just like you gotta be, you gotta. I've, I mean, oh, I'm so disappointed in you. you know, like I, I just couldn't. I was a little bit shocked that they still don't get it, but like Greg, I thought maybe it, there's a high possibility that they're like, F you, this is who we're picking. <laughs> this is actually really funny.
0: Ned, yes. Ned's, go- Ned's gone on and on and on and on about how, like, yes, he knew about all that, but he's the right guy for the job. He's the right guy, right guy, right guy, right guy. One of two things is going to happen. Either Phil's going to keep doing what Phil has been doing, and that's be a middling unimpressive manager, and that'll be proven wrong, or He's going to take us to the cup in year one like Geo did. Oh, and yeah. Net, and Ned is going to look like a fucking genius who only cares about the results supporters be damned.
2: I mean, if it he does get us lives. to the cup, he will be a genius because Gio inherited a, a, a good team. Yeah. Phil has not inherited that.
3: Well, I don't know. We still have sort of a good team. We just... We, have, we good have a young, we have a younger team now
2: members. We have a good, there are people that are good on our team, but they're just, just not a team examples
3: Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is almost like
1: the perfect segue for real into what the next topic was. Um, uh, so let's just combine it like talking about like what team is he inheriting? And then like, what, if you were coming in as Phil, what would be the first position that you would try to upgrade?
2: Hmm. So we're talking about our roster now.
1: I mean, yeah, because we were kind of talking about it anyway. It was like, unless we can, we can go back to Phil. This is still the, So should
2: should we go over who's gone and who's staying? Yeah. All right, then. Well, uh, sad news that they could not reach some sort of agreement to, bring Blanco in off the bench every other game or so um how are you guys feeling about that uh,
3: one last season would be what I would have liked but because he didn't get an official like goodbye or anything really you know just to say like thanks you know it sucks His his last few years have been horrible but it's not like no one hates him you know right. he had injury after injury and he's obviously like in the twilight of his career so he's only going to be able to do so much but going out like this wasn't I don't like when clubs do this I
0: don't either No Man, he he needed he needs a proper farewell and I really hope that they at least bring him to a match next season to allow yeah, us to say goodbye
2: His his tweet um or his message that he sent out i forget if it was on instagram or what but he was he seemed just really bummed out about it and the yeah. fact that people and that a lot of the fan reaction has been real negative towards him online i'm guessing uh and how you know he i mean he it seems like he really really loves the club or the, the city of portland and then the supporters and the team um and people forget that he put his own contract negotiations on hold during the playoffs because uh, I'm going to, th- you know, you have to assume it was like, this is distracting. Let's get through the playoffs first. And uh then he got injured and then the, cl- the club was like, Oh, well, we don't really want to pay you anymore because you got injured. So he, I feel like he's always had the club's interest in, in, in his mind first and foremost. I mean, granted, he's a fiery guy. He was definitely interested in, in it, uh, himself, too. But uh, this is just a sad way for him to leave the club.
3: And remember, we did the same thing for Valeri, too.
2: Yeah, I wonder. I mean, some of that was him not getting along with Geo too. I mean, f- f- uh, yeah. it's documented that those two did not get along behind the scenes, and if it's not documented, I'm documenting it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Journalism. I'm going
1: to need to see the sources on that one. No. Um, I So I definitely, um, uh, it's a bummer, but he never should have played this season anyway, and he never should have signed the contract that he did after that playoff run. The Timbers never should have committed to it. Um, and he should have walked out on a high note, but now is like it just—it feels like it's ending on a a level of sour that is—it's just shitty.
2: I mean, you're saying they knew he was never going to be able to recover.
1: When do you guys remember, like, when in that playoff run, um, where we lost to New York? I mean, he was the reason that we made it to where we did. He, yeah, he was on uh, fire. And then he tried to sign a long-term – or was trying to get a longer-term contract out of the Timbers. And, uh, he had like tons of social media posts where he didn't air the, the the specifics of the dirty laundry, but he wrote things like, I will never sacrifice my – uh my value or myself for anyone and it feels weird to be told one thing and then you know blah 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 like and we know the front office like you know again they're a-holes uh so none of that is specifically surprising but i just don't um uh i, I don't think we should have signed them i think they should have given them one more year at a big baller amount of money and then this year never would have happened
2: um, well, I and... think that last year, I mean, wasn't he injured a bunch last year still? Yeah. So, okay. All right. Okay. I hear that. Uh, what else do we have? What's that?
3: Oh, he was just shaking his head and didn't actually say anything. Who? We're, you. We're not a video podcast. Don't look at me.
2: All right. So. Daring right at you. Uh, we have declined options for Brian Acosta, Frank Boley, Noel Kaliskan, uh, Diego Gutierrez, Eric Miller, Nisgoda, Rasmussen. Um, we remain in discussions with uh, uh, free agents Acosta and David Bingham and Eric Miller. Uh, any of that surprise you? No.
3: No. I don't think any of them actually. Sir, The only one would be Bollie, but he didn't want to be here, it seemed, from the beginning.
2: Right. And so it seemed I didn't like know he- we had an option on him.
3: Neither did I. Well, he he was just on loan,
2: right? Uh, I mean, we must have had an option, and and they and I recall reading someplace that he was not looking to stick around, which also doesn't surprise me. It's disappointing, though. uh, I like that guy, Um, but me too. Apparently, we decided to honor his wishes and not hold him here against his will.
1: He, if you remember, some of those press conferences, like when the Timbers were in like a free fall. And uh, he's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And um,
0: talk Let's about. on here, Frank Boley, mm-hmm. is you forgot how to finish. Oh, oh.
1: oh you take that back, Gregorius. Right. Dude, he is a beautiful man. He
0: works uh, hard, but his finishing needs work. Armenteros or Frank oh. Bolle? Who would you
1: rather have tomorrow? <laughs> Armenteros. Oh. Armenteros times a billion. There is not. current any-
3: Armenteros.
1: Yeah. I mean.
2: Armenteros fell out of form pretty quickly, too.
1: Yeah, but he was sexier yeah, he was, than Foley. And, and I was good. looking yeah. for the eye candy on the field. Like, if they're not going to score goals, I want to be entertained by their looks. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Armenteros, <laughs> pretty handsome guy, too. Oh, he's
1: beautiful. Um,
2: uh, absolutely beautiful. Hunter Salty still on our roster. Somehow or other, Ivacic is on our roster still. Um, and so. I I don't understand that because um, we
3: protect abusers
2: from going to other clubs, even when they abuse the club. But, he still um,
3: he still has
0: a year on his contract, and he hasn't. And a, he's still an and abuser. He hasn't been sold yet. Uh,
2: but yeah, we, I ha, you have to imagine that you can terminate a contract where a guy threatens to to oh yeah to do physical harm to the yeah to the.
0: But I think so MLS do that. I think MLS
2: has to be the ones to. You think they're going to make us buy out his contract? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, okay, so he's still on there somehow. Somehow, Mabiala is still on the roster. Um, he's our, you know, is he really? The best center back yeah. ever.
0: Yeah, he is.
2: Did we Hold pick? On. I thought his contract ran out. Um, journalism, journalism, journalism. I'm looking right now. Uh, we, if we picked up his option, I'm going to be really, really upset about that. Um, While well, you're looking up, we still have Anthony, we still have Diron, we still have Nathan, um, Tega Icoba, and Felipe Mora. Yeah. What about uh, Eric? Still have,
3: Is he coming back this year? Yes.
2: Perez, Williamson, uh, <sighs> Moreno, Marvin Lorena, um, Yemi Chara, Diego Chara, Ayala, and uh, Urshala, for however that's pronounced, and Evander. I wonder if we had to if we renegotiated with Jimmy, Yimmy or not. Jimmy.
1: So I don't know. Uh Mabiala's contract expires uh December thirty first of twenty twenty four. So he is another year at the Timbers. Uh oh,
2: criminy. Oh my god. So no playoffs this <laughs> year either. Again, no no ill will towards that guy. So, so I mean, great we need to have a ding every time we we, we mentioned it. Is Ellis still <laughs> on our roster?
0: <laughs> what were you going to say, Greg? Okay. We still got a lot of players in the midfield still on the roster. That was a position or a area of the field that was kind of a logjam last season until everybody started getting hurt. People are probably going to keep getting hurt because our team is just that good. Uh So what I'm going to say about Jimmy Chara, it's time for him to go. And if his name wasn't Chara, we would hate him. I think
1: you are. Uh, I don't agree with that. You don't. Surprise, surprise.
0: Well, you guys don't hate Bowley, do you? I don't like Bowley. And I just made fun of his finishing.
1: I love Bully because he was at least exciting when he came out on the field. Jimmy's a
0: DP who spent half the season injured, and did he did he have like one goal this year and maybe an assist? Like that's those aren't
2: DP numbers, right? He doesn't. I don't think he should be a DP, but I I think he should still be on the team.
3: Maybe we Um, can get Brian Fernandez back. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So. I think this was on um, uh, soccer made in Portland and they, it was either that or it was more Sonic. I don't remember, but they, they both covered his output, meaning uh, Jimmy Chara. And it was like at best, like Tam level contributions to the team since the inception of his contract. And I do agree that if it wasn't, his last name wasn't Charo with the history of, you know, Diego in Portland, like we would be like, it'd be like, we'd be talking about him. Like we did about Lucas Milano. Um, it's like the same level of output. I don't know
3: Those about that. Podcasts know a lot more than us too. So.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Not a lot more than us. Uh, they may, certainly they don't bring the looks. Uh, have you looked at Chris Reifer and Ryan Clark and the chodes at Morisonic? We are gorgeous.
0: Um, hey, Ryan, Ryan's a handsome man. You shut your mouth.
1: I would bet him if he, if he asked, um, I would have no problem.
2: Uh, <laughs> this confirms my suspicion that Greg has a crush on Ryan. <laughs>
1: 100%. Um, oh yeah. But I mean, No, I mean, they, they clearly, they did a a lot of analysis on this and it is, uh, as we're journalism's in the moment, um, I'm going to look at the outputs, but I bet you that Milana and Jimmy Chara have the same numbers.
2: Hmm. Okay. So I wouldn't hate him if he wasn't a Chara or a Chara, depending on which brother you're referencing. Um, but okay. Numbers.
3: What kind of big moves do you think we're going to do this um, winter?
2: Strikers. We need strikers. I
3: think we're going to get a real striker, and I think we're going to get a few good center backs. Call it a day. Oh, well, we need a keeper too.
2: Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention – what's that guy's name? Arahu? Is that how you spell it? Arahu. Oh. Arahu. 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 That's terrible. Arahu. <laughs> now I can't even say it. <laughs> Arahu is still on our team. Yeah. Um, boy he was bad last last season let's hope he can figure it out (laughs) i mean small sample
0: size but yeah i'm gonna argue that if felipe mora stays healthy we don't necessarily need a starting quality striker but we do need a
3: starting quality winger who can score goals Isn't that Espria? Oh, but this last season was his good season. This season, he's going to suck.
1: He wasn't even good this season. That's, again, like Espria had, like, one, you would say, banner year where he was lights out and was all over that field. And this year, just there is – and, again, maybe it's a culture issue in the locker room because he does have the ability and has proven that he has the ability. But I – it's – uh, I, I think a keeper is probably the number one position that we have to address. And while I appreciate David Bingham's service to to Portland, he is not if he is the starting keeper in this beginning of next season, then we have failed. Um yeah, I disagree. And, what?
2: Yeah, keepers. So like somebody famously said, you can get a starting quality MLS keeper out of a dumpster.
3: So keepers are like the drummers of um... MLS? Keepers no, are the
2: backbone of a band.
3: <laughs> Keepers the are
2: the bassists of MLS. Yeah. Yeah. Diron
0: Espria was the best timber in 2023 Shit. because of his galazzo against Seattle. That's, that's all you are, have to
3: do. And you good. are the best player in the world. Diron deserves Ring of Fire status or whatever we're calling it. Ring of Fire? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Ring of honor ring of honor honor.
1: yeah Uh, i'll take ring of fire though that sounds like a night at taco bell um (laughs) uh, so um but to bring it back to the uh the stat really quick so i did look um so lucas milano had 69 appearances casual number uh and five goals for the the timbers and Jimmy Chara has 85 appearances and 14 goals. So he is better than Lucas Milano. There you go. But not by enough uh, to not be in the same bicycle conversation. How many did
2: uh, Lucas Milano have? Yeah, yeah. Zero. Jimmy has one at least.
1: How many MLS Cups did Lucas Milano win? That's
2: true.
1: Um uh and I believe he scored goals in those games. Uh remember that weird one where he was kind of like dancing back around and that was a playoff game against Dallas. Came from
0: behind the goal and like uh, was like, I'll kick it in here. I conference finals. Yeah, I remember when he completely whiffed a sitter against SKC in the double post match.
1: <laughs> that never happened.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: But so again, um he is barely better than lucas milano in terms of stats um and i think that is a sign that uh, he probably shouldn't be here um and if he is then he should be again a player that costs you know under five hundred thousand dollars a year that doesn't hit the salary cap like again like you should your salary should be based on your performance and yeah. um yeah
2: how long when's this contract run out
1: Oh, hold on. I'm doing more journalisms in the moment. Okay. Uh, it does not It does not say when his contract expires on transfer marked. That's interesting.
2: Uh, yeah, so strikers, you think we need a keeper? I don't we need we, a keeper. Eh, I don't think that's the most. I important
3: always thing. want keepers. I would love to have like five or six keepers. I want a keeper.
0: <laughs> I want a keeper. I want a winger. And I want a center back.
2: <laughs> center back. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know how five or six keepers, you know how they always bring the keepers up in like a do or die situation, like a, on a penalty or a, a corner kick at the last seconds of the game, we could just play all keepers always coming up at the just last second, a
3: bunch of fluorescent colored jerseys. <laughs> yeah. So
1: wait, so like, let's look at who That's so You already said this, I think Randy, but we have um, our midfield is full. I don't think we need another midfielder. And if Eric Williamson is back and Christian Paredes is playing like he did last year and my correct prediction of Diego Chara being an absolute motorboat this season uh, and the best player, uh, because that's what I was saying (laughs) going into this season um, is uh, I I think we're pretty set in Santiago Moreno, Evander. Like it's, it's a, it's pretty well done. But the, when you look at the, who's there um, it, a keeper has to be like the number one priority has to be. Um, and if it's not, and uh-huh. Hunter salt can't start, then it's probably also time to send him on his journey to another team. Cause that's how many years ago was that when he came in, in that Seattle match? Um, because uh, at Nella got injured and he was already the backup to Steve Clark, who was yeah. injured. And, he looked way out of his league in depth, which he was. Uh, sure, but, he was like 18 years old at the time or something. But how many years ago was that? My point being, it's like he hasn't grown at all since he's like...
2: Keepers notoriously uh, do better in their later years. Totally maybe, agree. Maybe we're converting Mabiala to be a keeper.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah he's
2: old and huge. He, he might he be able to make to it back to the... Box. He yeah. to
3: the goal. Yeah, I he never leaves his line.
2: line ever. I thought um, Hunter actually
3: didn't he get traded?
2: No, I already he was going to train with some team in England.
3: Yeah, that's I'm what not, I thought. Not, yeah, I
2: thought. I'm not saying we don't need another keeper. I'm just saying a keeper's not a top priority. We could we could get a pool keeper or some random guy from USL and we'll be fine. Wait, he's going to train in England? Is that real?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Where did, did you see that? I don't know. I saw it the other day. I'll look while you, while you guys talk about His
1: your – Reddit you know, or something
2: a month or so ago.
1: It was it was probably a comment on Reddit from, from yourself. <laughs> he's so good. He's
2: going to train in
1: <laughs> – He's going to play for Chelsea. Uh, no, he's going to wow, – Hunter's going to go so play good. for Shrewsbury. Um, <laughs> that's who Hunter is going to go play for. Come
0: I cannot on. wait for Shrewsbury to kick Wrexham's Rexham ass in the FA Cup. Oh, you guys! I cannot wait for Rexham
1: to just punch uh, Shrewsbury right down to where they belong. That's a red um, card,
3: r- right in their shrews. Yeah, right <laughs> in right their <or>
2: shrewsberries. Shrewsberries. <laughs> oh god.
3: Yeah, he means balls. Um,
1: and <laughs> um, um,
2: uh, super rich. I'm glad he's still around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't. I wonder if Zuperich is glad that he is still around. No, he probably asked not. for a
2: trade. Yeah, and we said no. We did not honor his wishes. We honored. I Frank thought Foley's. it's still
0: up in up in the air.
2: Well, I mean, we could honor his wishes later, probably. I guess. Yeah, he asked for a trade as soon as the season ended. I thought he asked for one during the middle of the season. <laughs> no, his, uh, he,
0: he did it right. He had, so he has the same.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Agent,
0: agent, yeah. As Ivicich, except where Ivicich was a little whiny bitch and was crying all season long. Zoop waited till the end of the season yeah. and said, "Okay, I want to go now."
2: Uh, okay, I don't Are think you ready, ready for journalism.s now. Yes.
3: Okay, on May first, twenty twenty one, Hunter became the first. I sorry, the tallest goalkeeper in MLS history to play a match. Hey. That, He's six that, foot seven. We need to keep him and is that it? Is that the... teach him how to um,
2: goal keep <laughs> <laughs> to be a keeper of the goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What were you we even talking about before this? Uh, so anyway, we're going to uh, talk about Zubarits uh, uh, <laughs> legendary <laughs> yeah. uh, comments on Instagram. Um, that tells was, it like it is, man. The Roy was, Kent of the Timbers.
1: Yeah, he. Again, that was a sign of the how shitty the locker room actually was, and the culture in the locker room was for him to do that publicly. And I'm reading here from OregonLive.com. This was from, uh, I guess, in October. whereas additionally sources tell the Oregonian, Oregon Live, that defender Dario Zuprich has also requested a trade. Forward Frank Bully declined the club's proposal to return. Uh, defender Zach McGraw is seeking a significant pay raise and midfielder Jimmy Chara is unlikely to return to the club with one year left on his deal.
2: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. When did that come out again? Uh, This was updated uh, October 26, 2023. So the Timbers thing, I mean, I guess they did have the disclaimer, this is our roster as of this date. So uh mcgraw probably deserves a raise pay the man pay him even though what if he's he not asked for all bitcoin? in real life as i thought he was but from what that if he asked for what
3: shot.
1: shot so what if he has to get paid in bitcoin
2: Go <laughs> it's,
1: ahead. It's, it's Bitcoin's no value is in
0: the tank right now
1: it is not it is skyrocketing the last three
2: days he gets really? paid in debella vouchers <laughs> He's going to get him
0: some windows.
1: He's all gonna the siphoning and
2: windows that he wants. So, so many
0: roofs re-shingled. Sh- 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 Shitty service. Can I trade in my <laughs> gift cards for cash? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Debella has an ad that's like hot nude shingles in your area. Hot nude shingles <laughs> in your area. Hot shingles
2: <laughs> in your area. That want to meet you. Oh my god, that's really funny. Huh, so they don't. They think we're gonna shell off Jimmy to somebody else.
1: It look, I mean that says additionally sources, so right. it doesn't say who said it. I mean that source could have been Josh pretending to be an employee. Um,
3: Maybe we'll get rid of that Diego guy too.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fucking
3: guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, so wait. I'm gonna go back to my real thing. I Phil Neville. Uh, I am gonna be excited to see what he can do. I hope he focuses on keeper as his first position to sign um, uh, a player. Randy.
2: Roll in my eyes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get Degas. And because no one wants him right now. And then um, we'll dominate.
2: All right. <laughs> hey, well, Jonathan. Yeah. Did you go to Europe again?
3: I did. Um,
1: And while I was on a plus segue, (laughs) Yeah. while I was on my sabbatical, which was glorious. I went to a total of six football matches internationally and it was Mm. glorious. Um, How many
2: were um, Nazi based? Rocky went Uh, to six in one day, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: I went to three Nazi matches and uh, I do have one story to share about their openly right-wing fascist supporters. Um, I went to uh, one Roma match, which was, like, again, they play in the same stadium. It's super interesting. Uh, I went and saw St. Pauli in Hamburg, and then I went and saw Tottenham versus Liverpool in London. So uh, it was quite a jump into going to see some uh, some matches, and um, Tottenham-Liverpool was crazy. This is back into... going into October. And if anyone watched that match, it's the one where Liverpool got two red cards, uh, bad tackles. And then uh, it was the one where Jurgen Klopp wouldn't shut his dumb fucking face uh, complaining about. Yeah, it's just like, he was like, this should be a replay. They they made him a big mistake. And it's like, dude, just shut up. You're so stupid. And your teeth, they look... They look amazing. Uh, he's done it. He's worked really hard on his teeth. I want to give him the credit he deserves. But, you know, like, he just sucks. And his brother sucks. And you can see him on the bench. They look like a couple of goons. But anyway, the match was amazing. And uh, it was, uh, if you've never seen uh, Spurs, like, newer stadium, it is uh, it is a delight. Um, St. Pauli. Super cool. Uh, we sat directly behind. So we were in the supporter section for Spurs. Uh, we sat behind the supporter section for St. Pauli. And uh, that was, they won like five to one. It was a crazy night. And we had the hospitality seating for St. Pauli. And uh, like when you walked into the lounge, there were just people standing there with like trays of beers ready to go. So like you didn't even have to go like get in the line to get a beer, and they had vegan currywurst, which was delightful. Um, and but the uh, workers
2: had pissed in all the cheap in the beer and the yeah
1: it was all just yeah. St. Pauli piss. Um, it sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. So uh england i would say has rules very similar to the u.s in terms of what is and what is not allowed in the stadium and i would say germany and italy were much more relaxed and when i say relaxed i mean uh there were no flares in the stands in tottenham like they they don't do that but in saint Pauli, there were flares and
2: everybody you mean like flared trousers
3: yeah (laughs) no bell bottoms allowed yeah
1: but everybody smokes and like you're sitting in like the hospitality section like it's in the stadium like you're not in like indoors in the lounge park but people just smoking cigarettes no one cares when I went and saw Lazio for one of the matches I went uh by myself uh because Brianna had to work and I've like smoked a pack of cigarettes, even though I didn't smoke a single one just from the people surrounding me. Yeah. Um but the the St. Pauli thing overall bucket list, super cool to check it off um and to hang out. I was like a third grade merch whore going to a Blink182 concert for the first time. Uh and I bought like everything. Um uh and then the stadio olympico in rome again that's where both lazio and roma play and the uh there is there's always this banner flying like a, a flag um and it says like diabolic on it um when you actually research what that is and who it is um it was like the leader of their you know right-wing um, supporters group and uh, I started reading like interviews of that guy and like he would scream at the beginning of matches, things that say like, we are the last fascists in Europe. Um, and then everyone would Sieg heil. Kyle. Um, and oh uh, it is, it is mental. Um, and so I was so like, I'm just I trying, like Portland. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe in like the seventies and eighties. Um, and it was, it was insane. And so there, there was a bar right across the street from, so we rented this Airbnb right near the Coliseum for six weeks. And there was a bar right across the street that had all the games on. And there was one away game that I watched when it was Lazio at um, Celtic for the champions league. And the Celtic fans had the banner uh, where it was Mussolini hanging upside down. Cause that's what happened to him. Like they yeah. hung him from like a gas station in Milan from his feet. Um, and it said, follow your leader. It was really well done. Um, but it's all these Lazio fans and they're talking to me and uh, they see, they realize I'm American and they're like, Oh, who are you supporting? And I was like, Oh, Lazio, of course. Cause I don't want to get my teeth kicked in. And <clears throat> they uh, were talking to me about their supporters culture and uh, saying it's very real that they are fascist. Um, and, and I'm God. just thinking in my head, I'm like, It's like the weirdest experience ever. And they're like, oh, where are you from? And I say Portland. I'm like the Portland Timbers. And then what they do literally goes to me. He's like, fight and win. Uh, And (laughs) I almost died. And I was like, it is not the fight and win team, but that is Seattle to the north, our main rival. Uh, So It is uh, safe to say that that guy has become so famous that Italian fascists know who he is uh, and associate that with MLS soccer. But um, Lazio ended up winning that match in like stoppage time in like 90 plus two or whatever it was. And there's probably a solid like 40 people. And again, like you're standing outside of the bar on a cobblestone street um there could be car traffic but it wasn't like a car street and everyone's like no one cares you can drink your beer anywhere you walk leave the bar with your beer it's fine and as soon as they score like all these tables flip and every single glass just falls everywhere and shatters like it is it sounds like the the start of like a bar fight in a movie um hmm. when everyone starts throwing tables um I look immediately over at the the lady who was working and serving beers and she didn't even flinch. Like it wasn't even like it was like, oh, I got to pick all this shit up now. Like it's just so ingrained in their culture that that's normal, that no one cared. And I was uh, flabbergasted. And then I was like, I don't want to hang around with drunk fascists anymore. So I'm going to go back to the apartment. Um, uh, but yeah, super weird. Uh, openly, I have photos of it of – people see Highling in the stands, which again, they refer to as the Roman salute, but it was like straight from their chest and straight out. And it's like kids who are like 10 years old. I'm not joking. It was, um, it was super weird. Would I go again? Absolutely. Cause it's just a soccer game in Europe when I'm there, like I'm going to go to anything, uh, whatever I can. But um, the one other cool bit from one of the Lazio matches was um, I was standing um, in my area and I looked over and there was a dude wearing the green timbers kit from this season in the stands. And I'm like, like huh. there is no way. Um, so I saw him and his crew. Uh, get up and leave to go into the concourse area. And so I went out to the concourse area, um, which I almost feels like is kind of like stalking slash predator behavior. Um, but um, it like came from a good place. And so I found them in line at because you
0: love him, right? <laughs> because I love him. Um, and you know what's best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I So I, I went up to him and I was like, Hey man, Portland Timbers. And he looked at me like, who the fuck? And uh, and I showed him the tattoo on my leg and uh, he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, Oh, I'm here for, you know, vacation here for six weeks. I'm like, what are you doing here? Wearing are a timber shirt. And so he's from Portland. He had just moved to somewhere like in Switzerland uh, for a job for Adidas. And, uh. Um, uh, but he was with a crew of other people. And there was one other guy in that group who still lived in Portland working uh, for Adidas, but, Um, It was very interesting to see a Timbers shirt at a Lazio match.
2: That's crazy. Um, It's interesting that the the guy, um, the fascist guy, (laughs) recognized Mm -hmm. the Timbers logo, but uh, knew of the Timbers, but didn't quite have it right as opposed (laughs) to the... The uh, <laughs> you're lucky you weren't hanging out with those guys in Poland who had the, um, you know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking well, about. Well, yeah, those ultras love us. The,
2: yeah, um, <laughs> if, if if you're not reading our minds, it's the post of the right wing Polish supporters had it was they had a their banner was just like right wing something right wing what, what did it say? Like against,
3: ultras against left wing supporters. No, ultra nationalists against left wing supporters, supporters and they
2: had like uh, the the Celtics Bant logo yeah and, uh, they had St. Paul and they had uh, the lovely Portland Timbers yeah. internationally and recognized right?
1: as, yeah in Marseille
2: uh, yeah um, that was that was uh I got to tell you that was that was kind of cool to be <laughs> to be recognized that way I thought so have it's a, a badge of honor.
1: It right? is a badge of honor. My, my favorite part about it was that it was like the old MLS logo. It wasn't even like they yeah, got yeah. the new one. Um, uh, and I was like, really? But I guess maybe they had to say Portland Timbers because people would have been like, what the hell logo is that? But yeah, that's pretty good company uh, Company to be kept in uh, in those moments. But
3: um, yeah, I don't Do want to be.
2: Uh, Merritt Paulson enjoyed that or didn't enjoy it? Ooh. His handlers
3: didn't even tell him about it.
2: Yeah. yeah uh you may have to cut this, but I bet
1: he hate jerked it,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like oh! and then and then he was done
0: um, but
3: uh, <laughs> those are always the best ones yeah <laughs>
0: And then the post-jerk clarity comes in and he beats yeah, himself. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> what, I'm is, so, what did I do? I'm so mad at <laughs> him. I wanted to look at him. Uh, um, <laughs>
1: that's so funny. Um, I need to go to church. <laughs> uh, no, he's like, I need to go sell some shares and take money from poor people. Um, uh,
3: my dad's a billionaire. Daddy saved me. Burned um, out a mission.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah so i would say um overall it was super cool uh i love going to any european matches and then the the roma fans who are like i always associate with being left wing also are not 100 percent left wing but most of them are you know like would be like the antifa members and those motherfuckers started setting off quarter sticks in the stadium um uh, and that was like, as my American self, I immediately like go to duck and cover cause clearly there's an active shooter in the building. Um, but actually it's not, it's just crazy ass, uh, ultras, um, setting off f- like fireworks and dynamite in, in the stadium. It was insane, but very fun. So if you ever get a chance to go, it is a very super pain in the ass to get to that stadium. Uh, it's also extremely confusing. They have four. So the stadium is really interesting because uh, and annoying because it has four gate areas and you can only go into the gate area for where it specifically says on your ticket. So like if you want to go into like the like say you're walking because you live north of the stadium but your tickets on the south entrance. You can't walk into the stadium and then walk through the inner concourse and get to your other seats because they have it all blocked off because, again, crazy ultras. Um, And also, like, when you consider that Roma and Lazio share the same stadium and they play each other, they try to keep it cordoned off as much as possible. But it's super freaking confusing. Um, And I found a a Lazio fan site that explained all the gates and everything – which was obviously uh, extremely interesting, but if you ever get a chance to go it's super worth it. And um, I, uh, I think everyone on this podcast should also go to Europe and go to a game.
3: Is it true that all the, um, the people in Italy sound like Mario and Luigi? Yep. Um, okay. hundred uh, percent.
1: It was, so. thought so. yeah. And then, um, yeah, they do. Italians are, they, it's a me, it's a me. Uh-huh. They, they, fucking smoke so many cigarettes everyone so we landed in uh rome we're coming through like passport control and there is a customs agent in her little customs booth vaping um and uh, no and, yeah it was greg um and then um and then you're like you're you're walking through the city and you go into the subway <laughs> greg just made a sick vape cloud um Uh, and and like you see all the non-smoking signs and there's a cop smoking a cigarette underneath the non-smoking sign. Like (laughs) nobody cares. Uh, Naples as a city, best city in Italy overall, very gritty uh, has like a a Chicago slash Detroit vibe to it um, and would highly recommend uh, anyone uh, to go there. And, uh, if you like fashion, Milan was ridiculous. Um, we ate at the, uh, the um, Armani um, uh, <coughs> restaurant, and it was actually just for breakfast. It was delightful, but it was as cheap as like a regular breakfast anywhere in Portland, uh, what, which I did not expect.
2: What, what if I like spaghetti? Where would I go? You
1: could get spaghetti like the everywhere. The old spaghetti factory. But yeah, um, Olive Garden has actually a really great deal <laughs> with Garden breadsticks. Um, <laughs> Olive Garden
2: in Naples, Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but uh, we had uh, – you would never get spaghetti and meatball. It's like a not a menu item. But like cacio e pepe, I ate all the time because it's just freaking amazing. But we went to a pizza place in Naples that was Michelin star rated, which is crazy. Um huh. Uh, and Italians, the other thing that this is what okay. I trip was amazing. Love the food, love the culture. Had a great time. Italians don't queue. They don't line up. They are like, um, like in China where you just push your way to the front and, you know, fuck everybody else. And so there's this pizza place, Brianna was like, you're going to love it. Let's go. And that's the, the Michelin star place. We get there 10 minutes before they open. They don't do reservations. Um, and there's like a line of maybe 10 people and so we get in line i'm like oh this is perfect and you can clearly tell it's mostly americans um or uh vacationing people as opposed to locals and then five minutes before open i shit you not 50 italians show up uh from all angles it's like they're assaulting the place uh (laughs) and are trying to take over um no concept of a line. And I look at Brianna. I'm like, I'm angry. I'm fat. Um, and I love pizza. Like these people will not ruin this experience for me. I am going to go pull out my inner New Jersey skills. And it's like, you stay in line. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to go push and shove. And so I went and pushed and shove and I beat Brianna into the restaurant, which was nice. Nice. Um, sounds
0: like uh I, I, when they start giving out wristbands at line culture
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure yeah for number 400 that's right at front right yeah <laughs> um i had pizza in warsaw once that was uh barbecue sauce for sauce and and had green peas on top of it for the vegetable topping oh peas, uh not on purpose yeah <laughs> I, mean, I ordered pizza, no. and that's what we got
1: yeah, that's um that's great we went to we also went to uh budapest uh in hungary on this trip which was cool and if we had stayed for one more day we wouldn't been able to see uh one of the euro qualifiers which was belarus which i was like they're still allowed to play um and uh, i forget the other team but that would have been fun
3: but yeah they know, that they was know they're gonna lose
1: belarus like yeah that's uh like russia junior and um Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a solid trip. The coolest part overall, and I recommend this to everyone now that I have experienced this and I'm probably going to offend the three of you as I say this, but I kept my phone on do not disturb the whole trip. Um, and so when I say do not disturb, I mean like if you were sending me a message, I didn't know it was actively, um, uh, uh, actively, um, uh, Alerting me like i didn't know until i looked at my own phone and so the only people who could buzz through that were my parents brianna's parents and my boss in case anything crazy happened at work um uh, it was really refreshing to not be a slave to my phone uh, and instead use my phone when i wanted to so if people messaged me i didn't respond right away because i was just you go out. girl
3: you yeah. go
1: josh that was a six week sabbatical for me. I healed myself. I took care that's of right. myself. You tell him. I had a massage when I was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That's right, girl. Uh, yeah. And then I gained probably 20 pounds
3: just crushing pizza and beer all day, every day. Um, and then 20 pounds after that, you're still like 40 pounds up right now. But, hey, it's, just a, it's just a number. Look how happy um, he is, though. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> not jolly. Yeah. And then uh last update uh i did not go to get i did not get to see ipswich town while i was over uh seas but Ooh. i did go to ipswich um and uh, i did get to go buy some merchandise for for josh and uh for margot uh which was which was very nice
3: for, Margo margot Ips- loves that sweatshirt ipswich. she wears it all the time nice yeah yeah, it's all about Ipswich. Ipswich Town mm. is my
1: uh, my dad's uh, yeah. team from growing up, and they are cruising in the championship. And Randy, if you have not seen this goal from the weekend, uh, search for Wes Burns' um, goal, and it is like one of the best goals like ever. Um, and uh, it's what's it called? The Travella? I forget.
2: Yeah. Oh, West Burns is a guy and not a town. I thought it was Wes Burns.
3: <laughs> it could be.
1: West Burns, England. It's a little district outside of Ipswich.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but uh, yeah, it's a great, great overall trip. Um, and I am disappointed in all three of you for not fucking releasing this podcast for two months. The people were worried about us. We have three loyal fans.
3: Um, <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of loyal fans. Um, only What's his name? No. Who who am I sending stuff to? Oh, no. Now I forgot. Colin Smith. Um, yeah, Colin, Colin Smith. Smith. I, Colin, Colin you have a package coming? He does have a package coming.
2: In the next, <laughs> for, in between now and the next five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send yeah, Randy yeah. your address.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, well shit. Uh, that was a trip. That was good. I missed everyone. I'm glad to be yeah. home.
3: You want to talk about playoffs for a hot minute? Sure. Okay. Who's watching watched so far? I I haven't. I watched the last. I watched the last two matches. That's it. There's too many games. I can't. I don't. It's a money grab. I can't stand it.
2: anybody else?
0: I watched. I watched some of the knockouts, but I did not watch any of that utterly stupid best
2: of three round. Uh, Jonathan. No, you were gone, right?
1: No and I I mean I got home right for Halloween so it was like the start of the playoffs but I like I tuned into a couple of games but I th- this is like interesting thing about MLS is that even though we are huge soccer fans um we are not interested in who wins like the the cup I mean we'll pay attention we'll look at scores but it could be you know league two on a, a weekend and i will sit there and i will watch a full match and be invested in the result but i just don't care about the like mls the way that i care about everything else and i that was like the timbers not being in the playoffs again just have re-solidified that for me and i find it interesting because i'm probably like and anyone else who's in the same boat are the discussions that like people in apple uh, are having in corporate to figure out how do you get people. To watch these games, and <clears throat> I think until there's
3: promotion and relegation, um, oh, and I, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh my God! But I don't even think that's the problem. There's, there's, it's just it's boring. It's too Americanized, oh, and football's not an American sport. So it's what Randy, you're. I know you want to say, I'm, Greg, like, fire like, a hot take. To, I want to see Randy yeah. cringe
0: one just more time. My head explode. Yeah. Oh, Greg, go. Green Day is the best punk band
2: ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, sure
2: um, <laughs> uh, I watched we, a lot of those him. games, and I will say there are problems with the, the format. All of the extra games had more to do with the time off in between games due to accommodating international schedules. Uh, I was the naysayer before the the three. Um, best of three series I think that best of three series basically did its job which was yes we have too many teams in the playoffs um, but it also made the regular season games more important because most of those home teams ended up advancing and when you have a chance to do that in a best of three series uh, sometimes when you have that the 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 two series that we used to have that I enjoyed um, the 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 you play at home first or whatever it was it didn't have the intended uh it it did it wasn't always better for the the team that that finished ahead of the team oh, man i can't even talk the no i understand the way the mean. series was set up before if you were lower in the ranks it wasn't necessarily a, a bad situation for you because you could bunker and then all you had to do because of away goals was win or score more away goals and so this This uh, going to penalties immediately after the game and the best of two or best of three uh, definitely fixed that and made those games more exciting. I did not watch, of course, every one because there's just way too many to watch, but I watched a lot of them and I I think they did a good job with that. Um, And I'm looking forward to it again next year. I just would like to see them get into a situation where we don't have to wait two two weeks between match um, rounds.
3: That was a good explanation
1: of it.
2: Yeah.
3: Not really.
1: But I mean, you were bumbling around for a minute and then yeah, you really right. just turned it sure. around. Um, and <laughs> moments uh, of clarity, lots of bumbling
3: But I, but there's something about having that lower seated team be like uh, giant killers. Detroit, you guys, which which, which is matches
2: fun. you didn't watch Seattle get knocked out? I didn't watch anything. Nobody to watched be that?
3: Yeah, I agree with Randy completely. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> don't Thanks you want the them end, but josh don't you want the lower seated teams to win isn't that fun it is you know fun. it's like they're sure. like giant killers and this kind of format it just drags out too long it did
2: happen okay. um who got knocked out somebody got knocked out early um whatever it did happen
3: but like yeah so who do we want to win i know everyone wants columbus, columbus probably LAFC 1 million (laughs) percent go fuck yourself I want them to do the double
2: uh did you guys see did you know so nobody watched that game LAFC in Houston Uh, I watched
3: it that was beautiful
2: uh Steve Clark started doing the same crap that he pulled here the last time he was here with the shoe and the falling down and the not yeah. getting up to start the game and the same kind of crap that he they did in in some of the other playoff matches that he had going on where he's trying to be the villain and just behaving in a ridiculous way and it yeah. was very pleasing. you could to see, see right
3: you could see right through him <laughs>
2: to see him lose yeah he's
3: not um he's not a good human
2: I was ho- really I was. Really, here's how much Gretchen and I don't like Steve Clark. We were hoping that he was going, that Houston was going to win so that he could be the only guy to make it to four MLS cups and not win one of them.
3: I agree. A lot of people were actually saying that, too. It's pretty funny.
1: I mean, he's an excellent keeper, but keep the he's bullshittery away from the field. Um, he's adequate keeper. Yeah, adequate. I, He did have some really good, good saves
3: yeah. that match, though. Four MLS. How many cups has he been to? But they're not good saves. He just throws himself. He yeah. looked, They look like good saves.
1: So you don't care if the sandwich is good. You need the dressings to make it look pretty. Is that right? That's what I'm saying. Okay.
2: Style over substance. Well,
3: okay. Well, What about Alvis's own goal in the that was, Ohio's? That, that was, was beautiful. uh That wasn't really his fault. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it went so fast at him. He couldn't even do anything.
2: It like went so fast guy. in, uh, Mart- in uh, Ramirez. Christian Ramirez. Was that him? Yeah. He was in front of it. He jumped in front of it and then somehow he missed it It, and it made it past him and hit Alvis. So to me, that's not on Alvis. Yeah, I'm calling I mean, I would have said that even if it wasn't Alvis, pal. I'm calling it all on Mr. Cincinnati. Who's Mr. Cincinnati?
3: I don't know. I'm just making (laughs) shit up. Speaking of uh,
1: shithousery and Cincinnati, uh, Matt Miazga. Uh, was, like, the, like, defender of the year or whatever for them. And um, he was out for the last, like, I think two games. And had they made it to the final, he'd be out for the final for a three-game suspension because after one of the games, he went to the referee room and had to be physically removed. Um, And he also (laughs) got a card for, like, trolling the, um, the New York Red Bulls fans after they knocked them out. Is a
2: that, that was a that was a dumb. I don't think that was a, that card should have been given, and also, him having to be physically removed from the locker room depends on which account you read of that. Whether or not you believe the the refs and doesn't doesn't the MLS players association doesn't their account didn't their statement say that uh, they disputed the events that happened.
1: I believe anyone that backs Merritt Paulson publicly. So
2: <laughs> that's um, the way you should do it. <laughs> yeah that was dumb regardless of what happened he shouldn't have gone in there yeah but the, was that marsh jesse who's the coach that had the in the used to have like the the printouts of the the he brought print printouts of the you know what i'm talking about no to the press conference after the match and he would just go off
3: <laughs> that's amazing i want to see that <laughs> i think
2: it was jesse marsh i can't remember no maybe Yeah, old Red Bulls coach, maybe anyway. Wow. That's a great segue to nothing. Yeah. We, uh, (laughs) uh, uh, anyway, I was watching that match, the Seattle or the, uh, Columbus Cincinnati match and had to go to a soccer game to Simon, one of Simon's soccer games and, uh, left at, um, it was like the 80th minute or something like that. And it was like two to one Columbus. They had managed to pull one back and, uh, I was letting my other friends not to give me any spoilers on the LAFC match. And they're like, Oh dude, you got to go watch the rest of that Columbus match. And, uh, wow. That was a crazy match.
3: The Columbus match was a great match. Like the entire thing was pretty good. I, I yawned a little before the second half. Yeah. But
2: then, but then the second half was amazing too. And Jonathan, you didn't watch that cause you were watching league two, something or other.
1: Yeah. I was watching something that had value. Um, uh, it's probably the like Bachelor. My Little My Little Pony or something. Huh. Um, I I'm not even going to watch on Saturday, uh, but only because I'll be flying. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I would uh, I would watch. But uh, so okay, score predictions for the final
2: three uh, two Columbus.
3: Ooh. I think one
2: nil LaFC. LaFC yeah. has not looked super great. I know. That's the, matches. I know, I know.
3: I really, I see, okay, secretly I want Columbus. But I need to stick with my villain arc and go with LAFC. 2-2 uh,
0: Columbus wins in penalties. God, I wish there's penalties. <laughs>
2: That'd be the best.
1: I'm saying 2-1 uh, LAFC, even though I want Columbus to win.
2: The flip side of LAFC not looking super great during all this is Columbus having to come from behind a lot and having to pull a lot of last minute heroics and, and, uh, yeah.
3: If you're not on your game, Columbus is coming for you. Second half.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, who's their yeah. starting holding midfielder? Uh, Jeff starting. Nagby. Don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Dan Nagby, isn't it? Yeah. Dan, Dan Nagby, David or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, did you guys see Diego Valeri's um post about Darlington Nagby?
3: No, yeah. but you you did? Uh, it was a bit I'm of a, sure a tearjerker.
2: Yeah, it's good. It's basically extolling it the virtues Where of Darlington Nagby and, and how when his kids ask him about soccer, or if anybody I think he said his kids, or if anybody asks him about soccer in America, they're gonna he's gonna tell them about Darlington Nagby. And his two caps. For the U.S. men's <laughs> national team, <laughs> that
1: was that was actually hurtful, Ouch. Josh. Um, yeah, that was he deserved
2: more. Um,
3: okay, so I didn't even know that. Like, do you know? Well, maybe you guys know with a with a cap, you actually get a cap.
2: Yeah, I just learned that recently. It's too. the
3: weirdest thing. Yeah, yeah we nice all place. watched Welcome to Wrexham and learned that at
0: the
2: same yeah, time. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I didn't learn it. Did I? That where we learned it?
2: Yes, <laughs>
3: um, yep. that's where I learned it. Okay, then maybe that's where I learned it from. Pretty cool. Go, Rexum. Rexum sucks. They're in second place.
1: They got beat today, three to two.
3: Third place.
1: Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, watching uh, international soccer matches, I just wanted to to promote the the white gold fire stick. If you uh, are not familiar, it is clearly uh, illegal, and um, I hacked that broadcast. Um, and I am able to watch. Any English league team um, and multiple international um, uh, games, and
2: I, I like the th- in the thing that you sent me the the literature. That you should oh my have. god! It's how so how it comes off like it's pretending to be like a like a real like sales thing like, and I offer this product and it's concerned, you know, like it's <laughs> it <costs>
3: three hundred dollars. <laughs> this is the greatest Frank service you're ever gonna get, yeah.
2: uh, and I'm like, but if
1: it breaks or you get caught, like I'm just basically fucked out of the money, uh, right. but it's. That,
0: this episode of PVSP is brought to you by crimes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hating them and
2: creating them. Um, <laughs> I'd also be worried about given some of those options were like, uh, you know, comes with Alexa or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I don't yeah. want anything. I'm going to hand over my information. I'm going to buy a hacked thing that has access to my Alexa account. Yeah, it's
1: a good guy. idea. Sure. Yeah, okay. I signed in and turned on, like, uh, no authorization purchases for Amazon. So um, um, just get whatever you want.
2: I think you got taken, man, because uh, uh, a guy I know has that same option for for less than what the liter- the sales literature you provided me. His version was poor. That's why. Yeah,
1: it's uh, all about the I literature. A, that's what yeah. it costs yeah. so much. I paid for the literature because I wanted to feel like I was getting a first-class experience. Uh-huh. Um uh but uh yeah, I got to watch the Burnley match earlier. Uh
3: today? they they did great. Oh boy, yeah.
2: Not so good today. Well eh. It's
3: a powerhouse yeah. that is Burnley. It's...
2: Listen, Mark. here's what happens. You have to rebuild a team when you get booted down to the championship. You have like fifty you sign like fifteen new people and that works great in the championship. You have you get promoted to Premier League and you lose half of those guys that you signed, um, and you have to rebuild again, turns out that doesn't work so good in the Premier League. <laughs> At least you're not in last. Uh, we Would we be still be in last if Everton hadn't got docked? Probably. We, do we believe in the docking of Everton? Hold on, let me look.
3: I we absolutely
2: know. do. Yeah, um, Everton sucks. Uh, and... Do we believe in the lawsuit? I'm against the lawsuit, but for the docking. I don't know the lawsuit part of there, it. There, I guess a couple of clubs that got relegated were think, or suing them for financial loss, for having cheated. Otherwise, they could have stayed up, I guess, is the argument. No,
1: that's stupid. Yes. Um, I,
3: I, I, I don't know. They're, yeah, you're at, what, seven points out of, out of a possible, how many games so far? 15, game. 45 points? <laughs> yeah really good podcast
1: that you should listen to that talks about that in depth um the podcast is called the price of football and it's like two financial analysts in the uk that like understand all the dirty gritty details of so that's like the morisonic of the uk yeah but it's uh i would even say they're more intelligent than morisonic but not because the accents yeah, I mean, it does help. <laughs> it's not like a, that Morisonic isn't smart. They're just very smart, specifically about the Timbers. Like, these dumb. guys are about all of um, like European football and the financial rules, and they get into the details. But they cover the Everton one at length, and they explain what they actually got in trouble for in a way that's consumable. And to put it in perspective, because everyone's like, well, what about Chelsea and Man City? It's like, well, those investigations are currently happening. Oh, boy, um, man. Everton. owes. <laughs> yeah Everton got um was basically off by like 7 million pounds yeah and um and they said they were off because they had assumed they were going to sell Richarlison to Spurs for more money and so it wasn't really their fault they weren't trying to cheat or whatever but um like the Chelsea and the Man City versions are like Hundred and fifty million pounds, not um, like just seven million. So it's but like
3: also, yeah, with them, it's like it's a too big to fail kind of situation, too. Agree. You know, you, um, you can't, you can't. There's too much
2: money to uh, get one, get rid of one of them. Well, you're not, you don't have to get rid of them. But if they get, I mean, that would <laughs> if they get dropped, dock so many you know, points that they, first of all, they're probably not going to get relegated. But even if they did. That's that's a huge thing, and more people are tuning in to watch. I honestly agree. <laughs> Nobody, no, you know, those guys don't go out of business if they get relegated.
1: No, and that's yeah. That's um, true. Uh, it's like if you were like a public figure and people hated you, it, you could make another business by selling merchandise against your own self because people will buy it. And it's the same kind of a thing. Like if they get relegated, the amount of money that's going to get pumped into pumped that into the championship. Um, yeah, is gonna be uh, is gonna be insane. Now, of course, I mean, like they will fight against it, but and um, Ipswich will still beat them. Oof, you guys, <laughs> they look so glorious, my town. Um, uh, but it, I I don't even know, like what they, again, like the it, they were talking on that podcast about like they could have like an automatic relegation mm-hmm. um, to where they have to go down to the championship.
2: It's not going well. We've covered it though, right? Yeah, we've yeah, yeah, we're it. good. We I covered last... it. All right. So uh, last bit of news here is this is going to be my last uh, my last episode of Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. And so um, my last scheduled episode, uh, I guess if you guys do another one this year, <laughs> um, probably not going to happen
1: Yeah, not likely.
2: <laughs> December 5th, but, uh, yeah, I won't, I won't be back, but happy to, uh, come back if you guys need somebody, to, you know, like a scheduling conflicts and you need someone to step in, but, Definitely. um, it's been f- interesting and fun. <laughs> I, like,
1: I like that you were going to start with fun and then you changed been, it to interesting. It's been a and lot of things, fun. uh, yeah.
2: but it's, uh, I'm, uh, moving on.
1: Can we fantastic? still have permission to use your likeness on merchandise after you, you leave? Definitely do
2: not have my permission to use <laughs> my likeness. What if so I now, spell it um, what um, spell I'm having a Brand. a preemptive cease and desist filled out <laughs>
3: yeah. right now. It's yeah. coming into our inboxes right yeah. now.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like,
1: damn it, I was about to hit purchase on some new stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah, you,
3: you have locked out of everything.
2: Go ahead and make as much half baked merch as you want, man. <laughs>
1: randy's continued disappointment um
2: i mean there was uh, some good stuff those uh, highlight i think was whoever a random non-portland person non-soccer person posted that uh image of the human centipede sticker that was that was pretty funny (laughs) there you go did
3: um you pick the closing track
2: I did. Uh, we're going to be listening to So Long by the Kinks.
3: So Do you know long, that Frank Turner has a well. song called So Long?
1: <laughs> I bet <laughs> he does.
2: Also, yeah. feel free to go on an, uh, a massive uh, playlist of Frank Turner songs that all sound exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But wait, before we sign off here, Randy, like, are you joining another podcast?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm joining the reboot of uh, Soccer Touchdown. No, I'm not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had late breaking news there. I was going to be like, "Oh well, shit!"
3: If you guys uh, actually want to start that, we could do it through here and make we can make a podcast network. We uh, could just
1: rename this one like PVSP After Dark, um, yeah, and uh, or Skinnamax, or you know, maybe Randy's looking for a happy ending for his last episode. <laughs> um, and <laughs>
0: uh, hey, Josh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where do they reach us? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. You can email us at Portland at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. 503-583-4235. Facebook and Twitter. Portland Vanity. Instagram also. Catch us on OnlyFans. At uh, PDX Vanity Soccer. We also have a playlist. I forgot what it is. Just search Radio Free PBSP. And if you want to link to this, it's HTTPS colon backslash backslash drive.google.com slash drive slash folders slash 1XK06GU <laughs> lowercase d lowercase y q e 5 lowercase e 9 x 3 7. <laughs>
0: Pretty soon, we're going to start calling this Randy Free PBSP.
3: Yeah, Randy Free yeah. PBSP.
1: Well, we love you, Randy. And sure. Sure you do. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I
2: but really, really if you, so if you really, Go ahead. Oh,
3: if you were really going to start something with, like, Zippy or whatever, you can always use this shit because we have this account just sitting here.
2: Okay, you're going to pay for that. Sounds great.
3: We're already paying for it anyway, so it doesn't (laughs)
1: really matter. Randy owns Um, our domain name anyway. so I don't. You own it. Yeah, I own it. Uh, You
3: host
2: it. No, No. no, I own it, Josh.
1: You let it lapse and I, I bought it.
2: Yeah. Oh, you
3: re-bought it. Oh, I just bought it yeah. as a joke that one time because it pissed Randy <laughs> off so mad, so much. Buying
2: <laughs> a domain name doesn't piss me off. That not You were like, "Why did you buy a domain name?" You,
3: you were so mad at it. I
1: don't remember. That was like the first, like, like that was like episode one.
3: You're wasting uh, money. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, we done. Fun okay. guys, see ya. Going to buy Hanukkah presents. Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: So long, so long, now I'm on my way So long, so long, see you all someday Don't know where I'm heading for, turn my back and walk away Don't think about what's left behind Otherwise, think about the good times Think about the people you love, think about the sun, but it's gone And there ain't no use me talking about the things we used to do So long, so long, I'm better by myself So long, so long, don't need nobody else If I fade from people's hearts, that I left them far behind There's one thing that haunts me still, and I'm thinking the memory of your kiss The memory of your sweet caress The memory of your love But it's gone And there ain't no use me Talking about the things we used to do So long, so long Got no time for tears So long, so long Got music in my ears Got no time for my small town Wanna look around now My old town was good to me no Guess I'll say so long now Don't even say a word I'll turn my back and walk away But on oh, The day that I've seen everything I promise to return So long, so long Now I'm on my way So long, so long See you all someday So long, so long Now I'm on my way song, song all for today. I hope you have enjoyed this lesson in the finest of English language and culture.
0: It has been a totally dispiriting experience but who gives a flying fuck what I think?
4: And now it's time to say bye-bye.
0: So it's bye-bye from Janet.
4: Bye-bye and bye-bye from John. Bye-bye.
0: Now, play this record until you're sick of it.
1: I was like, can you please just clear out the first, like, two hours of my day? Uh, thanks. Right. a
2: You have an assistant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have an assistant?
1: Yeah. I have an EA. Her name is She uh, is fucking fantastic and does all of my expenses and uh, manages my calendar. Ding! I forgot about that. Um uh and uh, you get her is, a present for the holidays i always do um some type of something that's of value she supports like eight people
0: oh really sorry i didn't wow. mean to do that last one
2: yeah i was like that's Wait, a,
0: what's that fantastic
2: eight is a lot it <laughs> oh, is so she's a she's a group assistant you know she you don't have she's you're not she's not just your assistant
1: No, no, she, um, uh, she, like her main person is my boss and anyone who is executive director and above, uh, gets EA support. And so like she manages my calendar, which is actually really difficult to, um, uh, to get used to because her rule is like, I can't touch my calendar. Um, and so it's really funny. Brianna will send me an invite for something, uh, that I don't ever see come in cause I don't do it. And, um, Brianna like, Oh, did you see my invite? I'm like, no, she goes, well, you accepted it. And I was like, no, Tara accepted it. I have no idea what's in my calendar. I just show <laughs> up to where I'm supposed to be at whatever time. But yeah, oh, anyway. that's funny. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I suppose I should look at the agenda. Oh, my God.
3: Hey, Chris. You screamed right. at us to look at the agenda. I even put notes in there. What? Yeah. Josh, you put notes in the agenda? I did. Are you proud wow. of
0: me? NPO has changed you.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of people in this. This is actually really exciting. NPO okay. has
2: changed. It's changed too. Josh. Josh, you're part of NPO now? I is. Oh, he's... he's <laughs> that explains the... a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck took you guys so long to release that Yams patch?
3: It got lost in the mail. It got lost Wait. for two months in the mail.
2: You mean like the delivery of the patches got lost?
3: Yeah, they were shipped. and oh then. Oh, my God. They just floated around. I can't believe and... someone
2: lets you be involved with ordering patches and filling. <laughs> oh,
3: that wasn't, that wasn't me. That was before my time.
4: Jeez. <sighs> all
3: right.
1: But it was a sweet patch. I, I worked at the, the warehouse sale and I uh, referred to myself as coat hanger boy. And all I did was run around and restock shelves. And it was a good time. Um, And I bought a old logo giant growler, which was pretty sick. Do you guys want to actually do the podcast now, or do you want me to continue making weird, awkward small talk? All right, guys. I want pizza. Should I go welfare style and order Domino's, or should I order like crappy pizza? Get the crap pizza for get uh,
2: get um, Little Caesars.
1: I think this beer is actually going to fix my problem, which is great. Tombstone, tombstone
2: from the
3: <laughs> Pan Pan.
1: Showbiz Pizza. Um, all right. Here, give me one second. Okay.